Welcome everyone to an episode of the Definitive Crusade. Summer is here, and that means more comic books to shake a stick at. Join us for this fantastic episode. She's returning. She's back. It's Tracy. How are you hey. doing? Hey, Johnny. Hey. And I promo- missed you so much. <laughs> missed you more. And across the big pond, we have the knight, Matthew. And we uh, have... <laughs> Sun's out, bikini's out, it's Freya. Check it out. Yeah. It's been Aruga. a month over a year. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear me. Well, it's just like, oh, the sun's got to us all. <laughs> no, this is just what we're really like. <laughs> yeah, all the time. Yeah. Every moment but, of every day. Yeah, put on some fishnets and then we're talking. All right, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, right, so four up, four down. Let's start. I'm going to start off with Tracy, as she's been away for a little bit. Um, first choice. Now, I know Tracy's been missing a, a couple of episodes, and I know what I normally say is that, you know what, when you miss our pick. But I, I don't know. I've, I've got some sunstroke or something, because I've actually been nice this week. I know. Yeah. I, I couldn't believe so some of the things nice. I could have picked. But no, Tracy asked to look at this book, and I said, yeah, why not? Um, it is the second issue of the Poison Ivy series. So this is Poison Ivy number two. He says, scooping right past where he needs to be. Let me just <laughs> give you let me just give you the rundown and who's to blame. Um, so you've got writ- written by G. Willow Wilson, art by Marcio Takara, uh, colours by Arif Pranto and letters by Hassan Otsman Elahal. I just want to point out this is my new hill. I might have mentioned this last time and I'm going to keep going on about it. I'm really, really genuinely very sorry about this. Well, you'd think in this great big lovely cover they've got, you'd think they'd have room for like a fourth name for the letter right there. Yeah. Why don't mm-hmm. let them get so. cover credits? I have no idea yet. This is BS. DC, sort your shit out. All Especially right, since Tracy. the lettering is so good in this this book yeah is absolutely great i think he made his name on dynamite and doing some indie books before yeah he was big in the indie circle for a while but like it just anyway cool tracy this is your call take it away so so poor al ivy right she's like going around she's having a bit of a murderous existential crisis she's not what she was once before but still remembers the power of it and now she has a plan to solve the problem to make this uh, all-consuming earth not be as consuming as it should be. It's beautifully drawn. Consumed. Yeah, consume. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, the story, the introduction um, going from her memory and backstory into what she's doing presently and why she's doing it is so seamless. Um, mm-hmm. The art isn't perfect, but it's beautifully imperfect um, and the lettering is superb I love that you can actually feel when you're reading it you can actually feel the tone of Ivy because if you're a fan of her in general you would know her tone and, and the way she is and her, her, her own self-beliefs and, and this is just an amazing start I cannot wait to see where they go with this mm. cool all right so we looked at we looked at the first issue a while back I think Mm-hmm. Yeah, Freya, you two episodes yeah. ago, four weeks ago. Yeah, <laughs> a month ago. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, 
Strange with it being a monthly book, who'd have thunk, right? Um, all right, yeah, right? <laughs> Graham, I remember you being—I seem to remember you being quite critical on this book. I think I think we all were to an extent. So, mm-hmm. what do you think of this second issue? Um, the second issue I liked better than the first one. Um, mm. Still, not by much. It's mostly I like Ivy. Um, mm-hmm. I like her inner monologue in this book. Mm. Um, so then, I don't know. Like I said, I usually give books about two or three issues. Um, this one caught my interest. I like Ivy's little like, oh, do people? Am I a vegetarian? She's like, hell no, I'm not a vegetarian. So few vegetarians. You're the yeah. ones ruining the problem, not us. Yeah, yeah, I loved her rant because I'm like, yeah, and that's I I go into those rants all the time because they're like, I'm saving the environment because I'm doing this. I'm like, did you even research what that does to the environment? Like all these people. <laughs> I'm buying an electric car to, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, it has lithium batteries. Do you have any idea what lithium farming or mining does to the environment? <laughs> it, it completely destroys the area that they're mining. It destroys the water. It destroys everything. And it makes it like uninhabitable. I'm like, yeah, screw you guys with your lithium battery cars. Because you're doing <laughs> more freaking damage to the environment. I'm like, well, we can do and then don't get like wind turbines the same thing like oh you know wind turbines i'm like do you know how many birds those kill and when they break down you know what they do with them they just bury that crap in the ground they don't actually like take it apart they just bury it like oh you sound like <laughs> ivy right now honey. i can't i can't just, say anything i live in a town called redka and we have a wind farm out on the coast you're killing mm-hmm. birds man <laughs> the US, I, didn't pl- I didn't plant the damn things yeah, I, I was like, I think in the U.S. we kill over 500,000 birds a year with the wind turbines we have, and we don't really have that many, well, comparison, you know, with the size of our, you know, it's just, uh, and I, I had an argument with a coworker, well, discussion, we weren't yelling at each other, but because, uh, you know, clean, the, the cleanest, yeah, I was like, the cleanest power source we could possibly have is nuclear, but everyone's so afraid of nuclear power because of Chernobyl. I'm like, well, look at Japan. They had a meltdown and they're all, they got cleaned up in less than a week, you know, and they're all fine. And anyway, I don't think, yeah. I, don't, I, think <laughs> I think it's what you do with the waste with nuclear. That's yeah. Amazing. Not not the power. And for, as for birds and wind turbines, it's like, come on, man. The and damn even then, Hollywood, Hollywood <laughs> has fantasized nuclear waste to the point where everyone's afraid of it. When yeah. we actually have very safe ways to dispose of it, everything is contained. Nuclear is super clean. It's the cleanest energy uh, alternative energy source we have, but because of Hollywood, they scared everyone away from it. And Chernobyl, but I'm like, guys, it was the 80s, and it was freaking yeah. Russia who wasn't exactly, you know, doing the it best. Still isn't. Well. <laughs> still isn't following the rules all that well with things. So, so this know. public service announcement was brought Sorry. to you by letters T, D, and C. There you go. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> this one, this one book about this fictional character. Who is, you know, actually, no, I, I'm not a vegetarian. No, this is not what's good for the planet. No, this is, even though she's on a murder spree, you know, we, we forgive her for that. Because but it will make people. You, she's already killing people, right? Well, the worst people. It's going to make people think. The thing that damages the environment most is human beings. So, yeah. like, she's not going to kill all animals and everything because they actually serve a purpose. Humans are, to quote, um, freaking the Matrix, are like a virus. <laughs> She's just calling the herd, man. She's calling the herd. I just find that ironic. This the message is brought to you on a comic book made from paper. I know, I know, right? 
<laughs> it's yeah. like the people are like, I'm saving the environment as I buy, you know, paper straws. <laughs> and they're like, we need paper bags. And Johnny, you're probably old enough to remember back when we had paper bags. Uh -huh. And they were screaming, get rid of the paper bags because it's killing the trees. Go to plastic. And, you know, and now we're back to plastic. And now it's been a couple decades. And they're like, we need paper bags. I'm like, can you people just freaking make up your mind of what you can want? Can we not just agree that we should just all start growing hemp because that's the best solution to all of these problems? No, yeah. you're talking about smoking it, not growing No, it. I'm not. I'm not talking about smoking it at all because, unfortunately, I can't. Um, but... This is a whole other podcast storyline. <laughs> right. yeah. Back to the book. We'll move on. <laughs> Matthew, save, save, save Thank us. you. I was hoping I could get a turn in. Okay. Go on. Go on. Uh, Go on. Right. Get in so there. My favorite, my favorite thing part of this book, my favorite part of this book, is how she's talking about this inner monologue of calling everything, calling the people, mm -hmm. of you know wanting to essentially spread the spores to wipe out everything. But she has such a decent experience at this diner that she has some kind of sentimentality. Her humanity kind of kicks in. It's like, yeah, I released the spores, but I'm not going to activate them just yet. I want these guys to keep on living mm. at least for a little while to enjoy to enjoy their life a little bit longer because they're they're good people, so to speak. Also, I, I really like the fact she was like, oh man, I got a sucker for girls with blue eyes and yeah, blue eyes. <laughs> So I thought that was cute, uh, but my favorite, my favorite thing, and it's something that I pulled uh, or mentioned in the last uh, issue that we discussed, in issue number one, is how at the very end you could see like the where they had turned into spore creatures. You could mm -hmm. see that like a hand move, and when she gets back in her van at close to the end of this, she goes, "Hey guys, how's it hanging? Was Katie sitting that way before?" And it's 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 just it's not really bringing the aspect of zombified nature, but it's alluding to it. And even even in the discussion with uh, with the lady, what was her name? The uh, the poet. Yeah. Uh, no, no, not the poet. Not the poet. The uh, in the flashback. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The gardener. The gardener. Thank you. Uh, she was the gardener. Was like you're messing with things you don't really understand. Um, and it's a little bit out of your control. Just saying. And, mm -hmm. and so we're seeing that kind of culminate that Ivy has grasped onto this aspect, this idea of what she wants to do, but it's beyond her power to actually control it, even though she mm -hmm. refuses to believe so. And I've, I've, I've been thoroughly enjoying the story. I've been thoroughly enjoying the artwork. There's a couple things in there that's like just faces in the background not being fully present um just a couple just a couple ticks that i could mm. that i could pick from but i've been i've been enjoying this book all right okay cool um i enjoy this more i enjoy this book more than i should to be fair i, I kind of <laughs> agree that we kind of we kind of kicked it all out of the place the last time around but this this time I, i've took some time i enjoy um enjoyed the monologue like you guys um it's it's interesting that <laughs> poison ivy does bad things for good reasons and yeah. that's that's the crux of her character or at least good as she sees them um yeah. i agree with tracy that the art is perfectly imperfect there are yep. some absolutely lovely touches i like these bits here you see how like the, the kind of the, the stretch and the fabric of the the outfit mm -hmm. 
that really mm. works. Stuff like that catches my eye. And I'm like, yes, it, it works really well. I also miss, um, I much prefer, and it's, you're going to say it's obvious, but I prefer Ivy this way than I do in overalls. I, yeah. I, you know, I, I get the overalls are a kind of a thing to get to, from stage point A to point B. But, you know, Sexy Ivy's works um, all the way through. Even as you're talking towards the back of the book when she's talking to the gardener, you know, she looks great there. And that's just one little panel, you know. Mm. Um, good to see the gardener in it because I thought the gardener was just a one-trick pony for Fear State storyline. Um, good to see that she's still around and still has an impact on there. Elements of the greenery in here, which is, again, linked to Ivy's past, which is a good call. Um mm. No, I I enjoyed it for what it was. I like the fact that Ivy's missing Harley. Yeah, um, it shows that, Yeah, it shows that DC are actually trying to maintain that that equilibrium or that relationship in some shape, way or form. I will say where the art is imperfectly imperfect. It's actually these scenes here and around the diner. Ivy's mm. face must must change like three or four times. Yeah, and I'm sure that uh, my. Marcio Takara is using uh, Nicole Kidman as a muse. I and was thinking I the that. exact same thing, especially <laughs> in just the panels with her eyes when it's the yeah. half of the face. It's like, that's mm. a young Kidman. <laughs> yeah. I only spotted it because I read this book this afternoon after my wife, um, who's got COVID. You can tell she's got COVID because she watched Days of Thunder. Um, oh my God, Days of Thunder. <laughs> and Nicole Kidman was in that. I was like, oh, well, I've seen that before. Like, That's yeah, how Warren, that short guy, met. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Nicole Kidman. Okay, that's, uh, cool. Mm. So yeah, I think I think the books. Uh, I, I think the books are keep. I'd be interested to see where the book goes, for sure. Mm -hmm. um, definitely. Um, cool. All right. Excellent. So up next, me being super nice again. He was I'm, super nice. I'm going. I'm going to stop being super nice. You know, I am absolutely. Oh, no, he likes it. Whatever, whatever. He likes it. That's my favorite. <laughs> Excuse me. All right. That was the most beautiful thing. <laughs> was that Gole, Was that Golem or was it the dude from the Hobbit? I, I can never. Or the dude uh, from Harry Potter. You know. Which one? Because oh. I always get the two mixed up. It's it's mm. Gollum. Okay, cool. Gollum. <laughs> All right. Fan favorite is back. Matthew loves this book. This is, I love this book. This is DC <laughs> versus Vampires, number seven of 12. And hiding behind this fantastic Gwillem March cover is the writing of James Tinian IV with Matthew Rosenberg. Art and colors by Otto Schmidt. Letters by Tom Napolitano. No credits for the letterer. Just saying. You know, I'm not going to keep going. They deserve it. They deserve the credit, man. They put the bloody effort in. Matthew, take it away. Hopefully you'll get right. with the one shots, and this is your call. Hey, that's actually what I was going to uh, start off with. Is, uh, we uh, took a break, or the writers took a break from DC Bamps for a little bit, and they did uh, a couple of one shots. We discussed one with uh, Robin, specifically Damien, yeah. who had turned but was still trying to fight for good. Uh, trying to get to where he can kill uh, Dick Grayson, who is the king of the vampires. Uh, something that was revealed to us in the last issue, number six. Um, and so he was trying to... 
<laughs> he was trying to like find his way. He's the most assiest of ass ass. <laughs> he has that bubble butt, and it's beautiful. Anyway, continue. <laughs> Sorry. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, um, and then there was the last issue, which was uh, Harley. Mm -hmm. uh, Harley, and uh, we could see her trying to like team up and do something. Then she meets up with uh, Jeff Gordon. <laughs> no, it's Jim Gordon, <laughs> but she refers to him as Jeff. Um, and he gives her a vial of Lex Luthor's blood, which she then injects into herself and uh, proceeds to use that as a way to kill uh, Selena Kyle, Catwoman. Uh, and she leaves, she leaves Gotham. And then we pick up with number seven as kind of a recap of what happened in number six. Uh, Batman is dead. They've successfully turned Superman into a vampire. They've, they've gone on this culling, uh, the darkest before dawn, where they are killing all the people who are uh, against them or turning uh, other superheroes into vampires. And that's the one thing about this book is that they reference every, well, practically every superhero or supervillain in this book. Almost every single one. We see Shazam. We see a Black Canary. We see a Blue Beetle. We we see so many, so many characters. Um, right here, we have in 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 the next page. In the in the next page, we have Gorilla Grodd, Wonder Woman, uh, Nightwing, uh, Superman, Aquaman, uh, the Hulk. Hot Girl, Hot Girl, and Hot Man. Just uh, Firebolt. I believe his name is Firestorm. Uh, Firestorm, sorry. Firebolt is a cantrip in D and D uh, for D and D content. Check Why out don't you give your dice a shift? <laughs> yeah. How much uh, damage are you gonna do, and what level are you tuning at? He calls yeah. him Fire Guy, and you'll find out. <laughs> Firebolt. In this, in this quite gruesome first panel, we talk. It says, uh, "But it was too late. Those who fought uh, fell. Those uh, who ran." Uh, I'm sorry, I'm misreading it. But it was too late. Those who fought fell. Those who ran were hunted down. And then we see Shazam say, you chose the wrong side, Superboy, as they literally rip him in half. That was something that was delightfully uh, surprising that we picked up in the first issue, that with this art style, where, first off, absolutely love this art style. Absolutely love it. It is, it is representatively light, but it has these macabre and gruesome scenes. Like in the first issue, we watched Green Lantern turn uh, Wonder Boy into a milkshake. Quite literally, put him in a blender, and <laughs> it's it's super dark. But the art style isn't what DC typically associates with that dark art style, as we can see in a lot of the Black Label books. Uh, mm -hmm. Absolutely. I'm loving this, loving this whole series. But I will have to say there are so many characters that I, I kind of lost track of a couple of them. Uh, this, this kind of funny little situation where peacemakers, like, no snakes out here, dude. Then what was that? I'll give you 50 bucks if it was a snake. And then uh, Plastic Man is like, excuse me. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was pretty funny. Uh, mm -hmm. But as we go through, these guys are trying to find a hidden city of some kind some kind of um bastion rumored bastion and and we we see uh them essentially get slaughtered by wonder woman all the other people uh firestorm 
Uh, I was really sad. I was like, Raven! Raven showed up! And then she immediately got turned. And I was I was kind of upset by that. I was I feel like this panel, this page, the story could have progressed perfectly fine without this page because Raven just showed up out of nowhere, immediately got murked. And then was gone. And then was gone. And we don't see any more mention of her. So I understand you're trying to fill pages, but you're going to take a fan favorite character and just be like, ha ha, and they're gone. But anyways, it's fine. Uh, We see, uh, we see Firestorm get uh, stabbed through the back by this wandering uh, warrior, so to speak, this wannabe hero. Yeah. And then takes uh, Doc Bones. Uh, in the car, he's like, take the first car. I don't care if you want to walk, take it. And then they go and find Killer Croc, who wades out of the swamp and holds up this vial, which they then get sucked into, and it reveals that it, it is the vial for Candor. Hey, Candor. So we finally get to see Candor again. Uh, unfortunately, none of the citizens have apparently survived, or they've been misplaced or something, but... I also, I also just really love how this storytelling is going because Killer Croc is like, hmm, yeah, password. <laughs> and then they all get sucked and then he just wades back into the water like like a Godzilla. Yeah. Like a Godzilla movie. He comes out, does something, just wades back, man. <laughs> cool. But at, and the whole point of this uh, group that was traveling uh, was to get Supergirl to Kandor. So that way... She could survive without being turned because no sun, no powers means she's vulnerable. Um, and this is what the last bastion of of heroes. And I will have to say one last thing. Um, well, I'll, I'll go ahead and finish this. Go, go on. I'll, say go one more thing. I'll say two more things. I'll say two more things. Um, say so I give it. As, I give it in. She takes a yard. I do. I do. <laughs> but. Um, so, as I mentioned in the last one shot, we saw uh, Harley Quinn escape Gotham and had apparently in- injected the vial of Lex Luthor's blood into herself. And on the last panel, we see them running experiments on Harley, apparently against her will. Which, I don't know how we got to that point, but it's good to see that kind of continuity with it. And this will be the last thing I say. John Constantine's face makes him the artwork specifically makes him look like handsome jack <laughs> from from um borderlands borderlands i was my brain kept trying to say fallout and it's like it's not fallout <laughs> no but handsome jack from borderlands is what he looks like right here <laughs> and not... face or like when he had his face still attached to <laughs> yes yes <laughs> okay Cool. All right, Freya. Absolutely love this issue, but I'll be I'll be quiet now. No, no, no. hey man, that was a that was a thorough that was a thorough recap, definitely. Uh, Freya, what's your thoughts on this book? Um, yeah, I mean the story's been fun so far. Um, did they ever explain why Superman still has his powers even though the sun's gone, or is it just they do not? Because no, like if if Kara loses if loses her powers. Then Superman should lose his powers, and if it is a vampirism, then everyone should have Superman powers because that's vampirism powers, right? 
I no, think I think they did end. give it the caveat where he went to space. Don't so. is, is it but just a case of you, you you are who you are when you turn? Is that not is that not the rule? So therefore, because no. he's not alive anymore, is he? He's, he's he's dead. So even if the sun was around, he still wouldn't be able to metasize sunlight the way that he would normally be because he's dead. There's no living yeah. cells in him. So I my shout would be, he you you are who you are when you get turned. So therefore, well, when you got turned, still be working though because your hair and stuff still grows even when you're dead. Fine, but <laughs> that, super... that was proven false, but. Super yeah, whatever. So if, if you turn if you turn him when he's got superpowers, his superpowers will go with him. That's what I would say. Okay. Well, we'll give them when you yeah, have to it... make up for a story. <laughs> and it, and he wasn't yeah, when I have to make up for a story. He's like, yeah. Woo. Yeah. I didn't know he wasn't book powerless book. when he wasn't he wasn't powerless when he was bitten. He just was affected by green kryptonite, which weakened his skin to where they could turn him. But and also it's magic. And Superman's not magic. Great magic. Yeah. Okay. Well. Also, when you rip someone in half, their uh, skull doesn't rip in half. You kind of yeah. tear at the neck junction. So that was a little weird. I'm like, how did a skull crack in half? I like Look, I still thought it was cool. Okay. Wow. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, yeah. Superboy cat. His head should be on one. It should be on one side or the other. <laughs> I like how Freya says that with such confidence and, and knowledge. Makes me worried yeah. a little bit. I, I had to do a lot of research for a lot of weird things in school. So <laughs> hey, anatomy is important and yeah. comics never really do it right. <laughs> no, no, they do not. Don't yeah. say anatomy around me. I'm thinking Grey's now. Thanks. <laughs> Grey's anatomy. Oh, jeez. I've never watched a single episode of that. Don't oh, do you, it. You don't know what you're missing. Don't do it. No. Don't do no, it. You're okay, Johnny. I'll, I'll, I'll take Freya's advice on that. Yeah. Hey, Mrs. H loves the show, so what can I say? A lot of people love the show, but the show's been going on for like decades. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, yeah. back to the book. Back anyway, to the book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, read. Um, it's. I wonder where it's going. Oh, well, yeah. Sorry, what currently the, what... uh, drinking. <laughs> I drink as well with five. some of the books coming up. Tracy, <laughs> what... <laughs> Your thoughts on this book before we get into Can it. they cram anybody else into one issue? I think not. Don't what I don't do know. I see, I mean what? we saw a blue beetle we saw a blue beetle, but it's the Jaime, Jaime Reyes blue beetle. Not yeah, the, it's not the that's not the Cod, So Ted Cod should be around then, shouldn't it? Mm. Stop it. And then <laughs> what did they do to my John? What did they do? <laughs> I am not happy. I do not like it. It's not him, it's a different character. That's all I say. But yeah, yeah the, the storyline has been fun to follow. It's just completely bonkers. You know what I mean? It, mm. But I think it's starting to wane a little bit. It's starting Ooh. to be a bit more like, oh, lads, just finish it. Like, and then we'll be happy. Yeah. Well, we are on issue seven of 12. Yeah. And, but and I, think have the I think nine would have been enough. Well, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Um, I actually, I'm, I'm with Matthew on this one. I'm enjoying this book massively. I'm a big, I'm a big Otto Schmidt uh, fan from his work on Green Arrow. Um, although there seems to be a lack of fishnets in this issue, which is <laughs> obviously they must be hard to get hold of in a in a deserted world run by vampires. That's what happens. You see, turn everybody goth, and everyone uses all the fishnets. Damn it. <laughs> that should be the other way around, darling. You know, 
gothic beauties in their in their leather corsets and fishnets. That's normal, isn't it? Yeah, but I'm just saying there's no fishnets on uh, Canary. That's what I'm saying. We should write some strongly yeah. worded letters. We should. We should. <laughs> um, Start a campaign. Uh, yeah, no letters or fishnets. Um, all right. <laughs> surely though, surely though, we all know that this is just this is just kind of pie in the sky writing. As much as I'm enjoying the ride, logically, this this should be over by now. Yeah, because yeah. the bad guys have got Satana on their side. She's a vampire. And surely she could quickly just say, "Gnem, Sarov, Lever, Freeze, Rue," which is uh, heroes reveal yourself backwards. Yeah. So, and then that would be it. Game over. But I don't understand why that hasn't even happened yet. Seven plot. issues. Seven issues, and Satana could absolutely, you know. It's the same reason why Superman still has his powers. Yeah, but Satana could saw it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's just, you know, it's plot. They She's yeah, not but... doing that because they don't want her to. But then... They like the uh, hunt. Well, bollocks. I'd, if I was a vampire, I'd be like, an easy life. I ain't hunting for food anymore. Satana, yeah, you, you bring it to yeah. me yeah. on a tray. Yeah. Give me a head platter, please. I don't care which side <laughs> of the body it's on. <laughs> Why um, is it yeah. with, um, all these vampire stories that make them stupid and they kill off their food source? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> you think you, I think I think they discussed this in one of the earlier issues where they wanted to set up farms. Yeah, because I remember they kill off everything, but superheroes was the ones that they are trying to actively fight against. Looks like they kill it off the planet. Because I, I only remember like one ba- uh, vampire story thing where they like set up like donation blood things for like people to come and donate their blood for them and they had people farms or something uh, like that yeah. and they drove around in like tinted car windows during the day what was that movie it was interesting was it vampires the, that was the, the one with, it's John with it no it's it's the one with um ethan hawk right i think so and they're like uh, anyway play breakers or something yeah like the only smart vampire story all right there you go so whilst we debate how stupid vampires are versus the ability to rip somebody's head in half (laughs) what what we're gonna do on a break time for one of our adverts for one of our other shows hey right uh tracy your choice because you've been around me around for a while you've got the no prize podcast you've got the old timers and you've got crisis in the toyverse where would you I like think I'll go, go for the old timers because I do do love listening to you. Hey. <laughs> If you want to find out what makes the professor do his happy dance, check out the old timers comic book show only on the UCPN. I love there you that. Go. Do, do, do. If I could make my body dance, I would. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, he dances every time, man. Every time. Yeah. The old timers comic book show where the horse aren't old, despite what Matthew and Freya say. <laughs> the comics most certainly are. Yes. Uh, yes. All right. Next up uh, is Freya's choice. Hey. Um, um, I'm going to keep quiet through this one, other than say. <laughs> Originally, we were going to watch Monkey King, but unfortunately, <laughs> he got demoted back to Prince again. Um, <laughs> oh, Monkey Prince number six, written by Jen Duen Yang. I know I'm saying all these wrong, so apologies straight away. Um, art by Bernard Chang, uh, colors by Marcelo Maiolo, 
let us by Janice Chan. Um, I absolutely have nothing to say about this book whatsoever. It is a slice of creative that I have no part in reading. So I'm more than happy to pass over. Uh, Freya, this is your call. So take it away, please. And burn um, it. I mean, take it away. <laughs> So um, I'm happy. I like this book. I've liked the story so far. So a quick little recap. Um, Please. He kind of, uh, the Monkey Prince, he teamed up with um, Robin, Damien, to rescue his parents from the Golden Horn, a.k.a. Penguin, um, because he was holding them captive. And then um, he was able to banish the uh, golden horn and then save his parents. But because his parents are henchmen, but he doesn't know that they have now left Gotham, even though he has a girl who macked on him as the monkey prince. And he was really into her. Now he's over <laughs> in um, Aquaman territory. Macked on her. Did you say they uh, had mm. console, mm. Hockey, console hockey, swap spit made out. I've, whatever I've, you I've never heard that. Macked. I mean, I'm like, what? you showed her a computer. Well, <laughs> that's an Amer it's, a, it's a real American term. Yeah, sorry. It's, it's when you take so, a Mac. It's when you take a, a girl on a date in a Mac truck. In a <laughs> do you take her out for burgers or something? Well, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> you go to McDonald's. McDonald's, yeah, yeah. exactly. Let, yeah, yeah. Do you want a Big Mac? Uh, I'm more of a everybody wants guy. a Big Mac. I'm more of a waffle with cheese kind of guy. You know? Quarter I'm more of a I'd rather not gain 50 pounds in one meal kind of guy. No. <laughs> so, Sorry, I'll, I'll show so essentially, he's just running around uh, Aquaman territory, which is called something Bay. I am Amnesty Bay. Amnesty Bay. And so Who's his parents. Cold? So now his parents I, I are now working stuff. for Black Manta because, of course, they are. Um, why wouldn't they be? Why wouldn't they be? They're like professional henchmen. They just hop from one, you know, whatever to the other. Um, and then in this one, they give us a quick little recap of the story of the Monkey King, which is like a million chapters long in real life. And that's why they compound it down. But um, it's just a quick little recap. His dad is actually the Monkey King. Um don't really want to know how that happens, but kind of do in a sick, twisted way. <laughs> Maybe somebody monkey macked on him. I don't know. <laughs> well, his mom must have, because yeah. how else would she have his baby? Um, so magic vampires, kryptonite. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Magically, uh, he, I don't know. Uh, so Dark Side apparently showed up to where the, all the immortals are, and he. <laughs> Because you can't kill an immortal, he zapped the Monkey King, and he's just out in, what was it, the dead zone? Mountain. Yeah. Mountain so zone. he's out there. Um, but I, and um, he also is fighting the Silver Horn, which is the brother of the Gold Horn, because, you know. Mm -hmm. But uh, I don't understand. I, I'm enjoying the artwork, and, you know, it's very childish, teenagery. You know, I, I'm happy they don't use simple swearing and he just uses like kid swearing. Yeah. <laughs> I actually appreciate that. I'm like, okay. I like his personality when he turns into the Monkey King because the Monkey King is a douchebag and it mm. kind of, you know, goes with him too. Because <laughs> you know? I remember like one of the Monkey King stories, they like pee in something that people were drinking out of. Uh, anyway, yeah. but like I, I'm enjoying the story. He's trying to fit into a new high school again. And he is kind of uh, suspicious of his parents now. Um, 
and he's starting to think that they actually are henchmen. I was like, kid, come on. <laughs> it's not that hard. But um, but yeah, we're getting some Aquaman now. And I the thing I don't understand in this story, though, is if the Monkey King has been trapped out in a uh, freaking the Phantom Zone, um, how not so much how did he because he obviously the kid was born beforehand but like in the first issue we saw the monkey king like they yeah. went into the cave yeah we did yeah and i was like well if he's in the phantom zone was this like a recent occurrence that this happened he's kind of asking like we thought he was dead i'm like dude you saw him like three weeks ago <laughs> yep. i'm like continuity just got screwed over because i don't but think of the original stories, how continuity got squished. Yeah. Very much so through it. So I think that's what they're trying to do with this, is kind of keep it in that vein without it being so convoluted. Yeah. It, I've, just... got, I've got to say, I can't remember Monkey ever going Power Rangers and make my monster grow. <laughs> I can, I can never, you know what I'm saying? It's like <laughs> Rita Repulse is throwing sort of, sorts of uh, staffs going around. Like, I'm like, what? Did, <laughs> Monkey never went against big giant monsters. I mean, Godzilla was that thing, but no. Maybe oh. I'm maybe I'm just mis misremembering. I don't know. But... I don't know. I thought he went up against demons and stuff, but the most of the story was just them trying to get to the west to like India from China. Yeah, mm -hmm. with the scrolls, right? Yeah, the the scrolls. To help Tripacata or, or whatever mm -hmm. name was. Yeah. Where is that guy? And where is Sandy? I want freaking. Where's there Sandy? Sandy? I know. I know they're immortal. Where's the horse? What happened to the horse? <laughs> I just. Well, they're immortal. They should be able to come down and help this kid. He's running around and as the Monkey King. They're really gonna leave it up to freaking pig. Yeah. <laughs> like, Apparently. The worst person. They yeah. need the worst person to leave a child and like to care for. <laughs> not necessarily <laughs> i love pig sandy over pixie so well yeah Sa uh, sandy is missed <laughs> there was an amazing there's some amazing opportunities that they they don't hit with this comic um through the the whole six issues like i i started this off because i wanted the one that came out on issue one and i've been loving it but like freya is saying it's, it's definitely like a a tweeny slash early teen comic um but the illustrations are stunning they're amazing they're just so fun and they're so colorful apart, yeah. from the, apart from the perspective on pigsy's arm there yeah, yeah well it doesn't matter it's not about that it's about the the bling bling look it's not things. about that do you know what we talk about for an hour every two weeks I we know, talk about, I'm if it wasn't about that Frey wouldn't have a job here I tell yeah, you I think that's this particular style of Wait, you guys are getting paid i wish i was getting paid yeah no, i really I mean. like i really like the seeing the artwork on uh monkey king in the phantom zone wow. like the artwork on like his headdress, like everything about it, his armor, everything. Yeah. But I then again, it, it, yeah, and there's just like shots like that. It's usually always with like monkey and stuff that they really go on out with the He's artwork. Got that big stick energy. <laughs> <laughs> I have to tell you a joke about it. about that about that song, the lyric with the 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 rap version. The um, my wife thought the thought my wife my wife thought the lyric was. She, she'll take up the Hennessy. And she comes to me and goes, 
where's your Hennessy? I was like, it's probably behind the Southern Comfort on the bar. That's a whole other show in itself. Misremembered lyrics. Yeah. Anyway, carry on. Sorry. Nope. Did you did you read this book? I, I did read the book. I did read the book. Um, Anything to add? Can you can you go back to the screen to the to the page where Black Manta is uh, rampaging across the city? Hang on. The when he's on the little the, when, the, when that he's one. On the, uh, the next page. That. Or hold on, I'm trying to find there that one. That one. There you go. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Black Manta, when he, when he, first off, why a hermit crab? Because he's Power Rangers. Because why not? Like, <laughs> of all things to put, a like, a, a powerful, <laughs> of all things to put a powerful demon inside of. Mm, crab. Well, well Starro has the trademark on Starfish, so we really pretty much screwed that. <laughs> true, true, true. Anyway, well, second, second, no. <laughs> second point, uh, the, uh, the henchmen were like, Use this staff to control the creature. This is what you use to control it. And in this panel, they shoot his head. The staff is still intact. And he's like, you fools, you destroyed the only means of controlling it. And it's... Why would you make it so brittle anyway? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like getting... It, that's ridiculous. Yeah, but, with, uh, with regular gunshots. It's just yeah. chain chain broken. Yeah. Okay, cool. I meant to say. I meant all, that was meant all, be, all great questions. My, that my, was meant. That was meant to be an onomatopoeia, not not an a a, a, a a slice at language like yeah. like the sounds, the chink. Anyways, it came out wrong. I apologize. Yes. Okay, but um, can I just say because I no. just it's popped in my head. Um, <laughs> I I don't understand. I wish they would kind of stick with it. Um, with the translations. Mm-hmm. Um, of the Chinese That's when Silverhorn busts out like a freaking genie um, on page, what page is this? Like 21 or something? Um, oh, you're making me work for this second. Yeah? 21! There he is mm. popping out like freaking Z- uh, Zed. But like um, Make my monster grow! Oh, he even has a little chest <laughs> thing. But like, I, I don't know why they, they take the time to translate uh, Bian, uh, that means transform. I'm like, cool. But then when this guy like spews out a sentence, they don't bother to translate it. And then in a previous book, they had this whole thing where if it's in red, then it's them. It's they're speaking in Chinese, but it's in English, so you can read it. I'm like, I wish, I wish I would stick with the format and act, like translate it for people who don't know that's, Chinese. Yeah, that's a good call. Um, because I was like, okay, so because then I had to take the time to like whip out my Chinese freaking dictionary because I sucked at Chinese in at school, but like to what like you said I don't remember. It wasn't important. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'll be back. It's, it wasn't really important. But like for other Great people story. who are reading it, they just well, most of them aren't important because like this one is like, oh, this means uh, soda or water and life i'm like well actually that could mean bubbles and it it's bubble water because it's soda and it's bubbly but anyway <laughs> like, i'm gonna get me some special soda bubbly yeah, water in a minute. i was like this guy spews out a lot and they don't even bother translating it I'm like come on yeah. it, it, it stick with the program are you a translator or are you not 
My, uh, or, or, is it too, or is it too difficult for you to like put a little thing when they're actually saying a sentence, but when it's one character, you know, oh, we'll do the one character, but we're not going to do the sentences. Yeah. You know, but like uh, I could probably here, let me pull up. I have my translation somewhere, but he's <laughs> <laughs> looking going, just end it now. I'm really interested. I just wish I knew what you said. Um, so here's the thing for me. This is where I dropped off this book. I started reading this book. I thought I'm gonna give it a go. I'm gonna try and catch up. I know monkey from the TV show, I know monkey from the second TV show that was on Netflix, not not so long ago. But here's where I dropped off. There is no reason whatsoever to try and tie it into the DC universe. You know, not whatsoever. So, you know what? Why can't Monkey, Prince, or King, whichever one, fight the enemies that he has? Why do you have to try and bring in Darkseid? Mm-hmm. I mean, what? Why Aquaman? Why? Her? So, I'm kind of, you know what? If it was about Monkey, I'd be, I'd be more interested. Oh. I don't want Monkey versus the DC Universe. I 100% agree. I found my translation. Hey, what, what's it mean? It, it essentially it means uh, Silverhorn needs a body, or I need a body. That's what right, he's okay. saying. Well, he's, he's looking to mack on someone. Is that what you're yeah, saying? essentially, yeah. yeah. He's, he's, <laughs> he needs to possess a body. And uh, like Help, I, said, wasn't that, I wasn't need somebody. Just anybody. <laughs> Help. It would just be nice for like a lot of people oh, who don't know Chinese or have you know the, no, the ability great. to translate it. But yeah. Anywho, Very sorry, good. I'm done. <laughs> no, no, I like it. It's like you know all these social messages we're coming out with. Now it's today's been great. intense, man. Sorry, I, mm. <laughs> a lot of social messages. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to get a little bit more tense. I'll find the agave book. nectar in the bats. <laughs> <laughs> Stop killing the bats. Yeah, um, there we go. Batman 125. This is new change direction. Still no letter on the book, apparently. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, it's going to get boring. I'm telling you, I'm going to keep going on at this. So, written by Chip Zadarsky, who you'll recognize from Daredevil fame, uh, as well as some Spider Man over in the uh, migraine. Um, out by Jorge Jimenez. Like that, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tried that. Doing well there. I did all right. Eh? Uh, colors by Tomei Mori and letters by Clayton Cowles. Uh, this is my shout, primarily because I like Zadaski on Daredevil. I'm not going to lie. I thought the Daredevil book was 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 great fun. Um, I like the the kind of cover here with reminiscent of um, Lloyd Place of Dying um, when Tim Drake put, puts on the Robin suit. Does anybody miss Alfred? Of course not, because he's always in every book now. Uh, we get another three Jokers bit before we get to see Bruce wake up uh, from a nightmare. He has a little tete-a-tete with Selena. Um, and Can from... I ask something about this question, this this page first? Yes, it, go on. What's the story with the bulge, man? You just woke up happy. Um <laughs> Uh, but it's Batman. It's very strange. <laughs> um, so from there, from there on in, it turns into a proper Batman book. It's uh, dark. It's gritty. Uh, there is a crime. Someone gets shot. Somebody gets killed. Someone set up for the murder, and then it just goes all Pete Tong with a great big robot at the end. Um, throw it into the mix. 
this I found really confusing. I'd kind of like to spend a couple of minutes on this if possible. Um, there's a Catwoman backup story in this. And I find this really odd considering Catwoman has her own book. It seems like a pointless backup to have. Um, especially when the, the backup written by Sadaski with art by Belene Ortega, uh, colors by Luis Guerrero and letters by Clayton Cowles again, reads better than the normal Catwoman book. <laughs> I'm like, what's going on? Um, it's the only part of this book I actually, it was actually really enjoying. <laughs> but for me, I don't know. I mean, I think Detective Comics with the Riddler stories being absolutely on fire. I think Killing the Killing Time, absolutely on fire. Batman the Night, great story. And now we get Batman, the main Bat book, coming up with this. I don't know. I think we're in, now that we've got rid of all the hype of, of the Batman movie and the whole, you know, diabolical ending of Batman Catwoman 12, which we have not talked about and we will not talk about because it was that bad. It does then, not exist. Then I think we're on a little bit of a renaissance with this character. I think this is a, a bit of a turning point. I love seeing Batman and Robin work together. What a great shout. Um, Matthew, we'll go Matthew, then Tracy. Matthew, what were your thoughts on this book? I, first off, I'll have to say that I was... I was talking about artwork for DC versus Vampires. The artwork on this one is another another style that I absolutely love. Yeah. Uh, the details, the coloring. The, in the beginning, uh, when when we see Bruce, you know, as as Tracy kindly puts it, the bulge as he stands up out of bed. I will. Quick comment. Which one would you rather have, no bulge? Bulge or have it to where it's not anatomically correct, where you would look at it and be like, "Are you asking my? Are you asking my personal choice?" I'd always go for a bulge personally. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to look down the angle. Whoa, where'd that go? (laughs) Heavy, heavy night. Exactly. But in this, in this, we we see all the scars and cuts and scrapes that Bruce has acquired over the years. That's small fine little detail right there is it's 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 great storytelling mm-hmm. i'm trying to think of actually what it's called it's it's like secondary or uh it's scenes isn't it it's kind of it's 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 adding to it's adding to mm-hmm. visual it's memory adding what detail. You know. yeah you expect it's something that you don't figure about it's like what was said about the ivy book when you see the the creases in the clothes mm-hmm you know that you know in real life they're going to be there, but you don't see them all the time in comic books because you know everyone's like so whatever. Mm-hmm. This is a prime example of that. You know he's going to be wounded and battle scarred. We don't, yeah. And Batman's and, always getting shot at, cut, yeah. beaten up. It's human biology that we are going to scar up. And I think it's really cool. You can kind of see the same thing on Selena Kyle. Mm. If you look at her legs, you see the scrapes and cuts and stuff She's as well. Legs. <laughs> I, I did look at her legs. <laughs> Some people but, are leg men, Johnny. <laughs> it's the way it is. Hey, I just I'm saying stick some fishnets on it. I've noticed it quicker. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely, absolutely loved the artwork for this. Um and the the as as annoyed as I was with it, they they did do the typical thing with Batman and Robin. He was like, Oh, I could have saved Jason back then. But he what he was mostly going at at the end of the book was the fact that 
he could have saved Jason, but in order to hide his identity, to order to prevent anybody finding out who he was or who, uh, or the fact that Jason was Robin, he kind of hid that fact instead of rushing him to the hospital mm. to be saved. Whereas in this one, when we see Tim get shot, he's like, I'm not taking that risk again. I don't care if I get found out. I've already lost, I've already lost all my money. I don't care if anybody finds out who I am. I'm saving my son. And I thought that was really, really it, good. It's Tim's choice, isn't it? It's Tim's choice mm-hmm. to like take it off, you know. So that, that's really that shows you Tim's commitment to the to the fight. Cool, excellent. Uh, Tracy, we haven't heard from you for a while. So, Tracy, what do you think of the whole setup that everyone thinks Batman killed the Penguin? Um, I think it's they're they're making a gritty storyline, which is something Batman needed. I think. They needed to put something and flip it on its head. And I think that's what they're trying to do with this. Um, mm-hmm. Even when they're going back to recaps and, and memories and talking about Jason, it's, it's about turning this person that we know and the choices that have been made. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, visually, it's, it is a very stunning book. There are, I know I was joking at the start, but the, you know, the, the pointless, bathroom no our bedroom scene with no clothes oh, there's, on. There's, point, there's a point in it dude there's a point in it ah, <laughs> yeah it was, it's, it's not as boxy as bizarro's crotch but it was still there uh, <laughs> me but not I did, boxy <laughs> yeah i did enjoy that the, the, the this paneling with the penguin in it as well i thought that was really well done um mm. but that scene just like you were talking about with them in the car racing to the hospital while the child is just lying there, seat belted in, head forward. It's it's just that yes, stunning art. Like look at like how could you not look mm-hmm. at that? And be like, Jesus, like completely pulled in. Um, you know it, it's not my it's not my favorite. Um, you know I'm more into the other stuff, but the storyline is starting to get interesting for me, mm-hmm. and I would continue reading it because it's starting to sound a little bit more black labelish. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I like that. Mm. Yeah. And it's yeah. better than some of the recent Black Label books that we've seen come out. So. <laughs> well, I think, well. I, think it's, I think it's a good idea to try and get um, Batman away from some of the more um, Justice League type stuff that we've seen him in recently. Yeah. I, I don't think I don't think Batman is always suited to these really great big extravagant style escapades. I quite like Batman being quite, quite urban, quite tense, street level at times. And the idea is that, of course, now he's got less money he's supposed mm-hmm. to be, but he's still got plenty of money to do what he needs to do. It's mm-hmm. not like he's, it's not like he's coppering up at the end of the day to work <laughs> out if you can buy a, a bat burger. <laughs> and I think it's gritty. Um, I like the storyline being so gritty. There's definitely mm-hmm. there's bite to it, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And as you said, he he does. Why they're trying to flip it on his head? Because he does. He, he doesn't need to be Superman because he's not. You know, he's not Wonder Woman. He's this guy who's just you know got some gadgets, got some money, and a lot of experience of kicking ass. So mm. let him be. <laughs> cool, Freya. Mm-hmm. What was your thought? What was your take on Batman One Two Five? Um, I like where the story is going. Um, I do like the artwork. Um, and, and I, I do like seeing uh, Batman work with his Robins. I 
I'm still missing Damien though. No, he is supposed to be a 13 year old. Where is he, Bruce? You know, <laughs> where's your child? <laughs> he's off doing his own things. So I know he's 13 him. though. He's 13 freaking years old. <laughs> What's he? What does mom show him what to do? I know it's just, you know. Um, also, <laughs> this book kind of introduced one of my favorite uh, Bruce Wayne looks, and it's, what was it, page 18? Bang fire. Yeah, where he's wearing the suit coat, like he has a suit coat in one hand, and he's rocking the suit and the belt. I like oh, yeah, that. Yeah. that there it yeah, is. That one. That yeah. one. It also that gives one, me... Yeah. Yeah, 19 it gives me some 1970s disco vibes mm, though because mm. of the lighting but yeah. <laughs> and the pop collar and the, the, the but, it's, but it's quite yeah. a sexy pose right yeah it it's is. like all right penguin you and i dance battle dance right battle. Now. <laughs> we're going to tango then salsa we're on the macarena <laughs> we're on the bat see what we're talking about uh, i know right the bat dance <laughs> yeah but this uh this page is like my favorite suit but it's also like Art-wise, it's one of my least favorites because if you follow his legs, there's some yeah. weird crap going on. <laughs> yeah. Like, what yeah, happened to that him? point? We're like, uh... <laughs> yeah, like what happened to his ankle and his foot? What happened to the other part of his pants? Because uh, it shouldn't look like that. And then mm -hmm. if you look at the back, they got some angle things going weird as well with his back leg over mm. there. Because I know what stance he's supposed to be in. But uh, your knee shouldn't have a sharp point like that, ever. Crease in his trousers, that's all. Yeah, I guess it's I like, I like the fact that you could see his eyes, because he wasn't yeah. in a bat, bat suit. Yeah, his eyes yeah, are great, no too. Yeah, there's no black paint around that. It's just those yep. stunning just, eyes. Yep, it's, mm. it's great. But I, I'm interested in where this is going to go. Um, I do like how he is like the one superhero who actually took the time to uh, dress everyone in their normal clothes before they did normal person stuff. Mm. Instead of, you know, getting a pregnancy test or, you know, a coffee or a burger <laughs> in their super suits. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> like, I'm kind of that crap was so. all over the news. Nightwing came into the you know, convenience store and bought a pregnancy test. Who did he knock up? Batgirl. <laughs> like, well, yeah. <laughs> didn't we talk about this in a night? In a yes, night we did. We talked about yeah. it. I'm never going to get over it. These guys should not be doing normal people things in their freaking super suits. It's stupid. They're going <laughs> to pull out, pull out the bat, you know, because what do you, how do you pay? Obviously, with like, what cash did he have? Bat card. Yeah, the bat card that he still Batman's credit either. card from Batman and Robin. <laughs> yeah, bat card. Do we have anything to say about the Catwoman backup? I didn't story? read it. I didn't read it. I liked it. It was stupid. The colors are nice. How about that? We'll yeah. The colors are nice. The, 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 the outfit is ridiculous. Stupid armpit outfit. Ridiculous. Stupid yeah. armpit outfit. I like her boots and I want to know where she bought them. The Doc Martens. Mm, they look like Docs. <laughs> but are they new rocks or are they Docs? I don't know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> what? And that's all I got to say about that. Oh my God! Uh, I, I think we've. I, 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 this I think is why you missed me. Yeah, my my aim's getting better. Um, <laughs> so there you go, four up, four down. There you go. We've had a wide range of books from from the fun. 
uh, Monkey Prince, all across Poison Ivy. We've had DC Vampires, which has been a, a firm favourite for Matthew and myself to some extent, of course. Batman coming back in his main book. Um, getting some much-needed uh, attention, I think. Um, that's it. That's all we've got time for this time around. Don't forget to check out the UCPN for all your favourite shows, including Freya. Oh, K-Pop Cosmos. Hey, it's back. Yeah. We're going to do it once a month and see how it goes. Right. <laughs> I'm excited to be able to do it. Yeah. Excellent. Tracy, are you on another, another show? Um, I I have been on hiatus, but I will be going back to the the Thundercats um at this month, and I will hopefully be going back to Chink Indie Podcast as well to talk to some really cool. Uh, I've been talking to predominantly uh, Australian uh, creators, which has been really cool. Good day, awesome. except for the time difference. So I have to do more than Bruce. Oh, right, do Bruce. Do you want to come to a party? <laughs> and Matthew, this is a knife. <laughs> and Matthew, your show. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I just, hold up. I'm, I'm Magic the Gathering. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm the Jank Thing Tank. The name. Yay! That's what I'm trying to think of. You got there like, in the end. Yeah, yeah. My brain. I was like the Definitive <laughs> Crusade. I was like. That's not right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. Thing Tank, where we discuss matches of the gathering. We are currently on hiatus, uh, figuring out scheduling stuff. But make sure to go back and watch some of our previous videos. Uh, make sure to like and subscribe if you uh, if you like them. Leave a yeah. comment. I'll go read them. <laughs> and that way you get okay. you get your notifications for when the show comes back. So yeah, it makes makes a makes a, a, a huge amount of common sense. There you go. Actually, of course, you saw the other earlier, the old timers comic book show, and our sister show that airs alternative Tuesdays, the No Price Podcast for everything that is Marvel, MCU, and Disney Plus. All right, there you go. <laughs> we are done. What that's it? I love it. And Disney Plus. And Disney Plus. What can I say? I should, I should have a job as voiceover, man. Class. You should. I should. Can you imagine? <laughs> How we go to the cinema to watch this new release? <laughs> <laughs> Could you put a heavier on? Go and do a, do the accent, do a full-on accent. Come on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're yeah. like on Channel 4. You know you can do it. The Americans don't know what Channel 4 is, but I do. Oh, oh, Welcome oh, to the okay. Big Brother house. <laughs> oh, gee. In the Big Brother house. <laughs> <laughs> I'll wait. Little Johnny is talking comic books once more. Nobody gives a hoot about what he's watching. How is the lad? There you go. Oh my goodness. That's just made my made my day, Johnny. Yeah, yeah. Thirty three. All right, okay. No, thirty three and a third. Well, what you do with your turns in the time you are on All right, we're out here. See you in a fortnight. Adios. Bye. Bye. Bye.